You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Unfortunately, Jess is sick this evening. We are sending her well wishes. Um, Dave got us all set up and running. And uh, yeah, and as we were running, I'm like, I have nothing for the intro. But at the same time, I am prophetically bummed that Netflix, you'd think like, they're going to be showing all the classics and they're showing all B movies. For scary movies? Yeah, like all straight to DVD crap that nobody's ever heard of. You'd think they'd like pull out all the stops, like, hey, let's play Halloween, all the Jason Voorhees movies, and Exorcist. Maybe it was too much to purchase. That's what I thought, too. Maybe it was licensing. Hmm. I don't even know. But, yeah. They spent a ton of of money on, on Friends, but... Yeah. But you know what? I just, it's so funny bringing that up because I just watched an interview with Steve Carell and um, they were telling him that uh, despite Friends being a part of Netflix now and of course Stranger Things, still the number one viewed show on Netflix is The Office. Hmm. That's wild. It's a great show. It's really good. Um but uh, but yeah, well, that's pretty wild. But uh, but yeah, I was it had me and Jason like digging in the basement for movies. We watched the very first Halloween, and then we watched not up until, but we watched that one, and then the most recent one, which was actually pretty decent. Um, with Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, kicking all kinds of ass. I just wish the ending wasn't so rushed. But um, and then there's one scene in the movie. I'm not gonna spoil it. But it does not serve the story at all. And it's a scene that takes place at a high school dance. And it goes on forever. And nobody gives a shit. So it's like it came to a screeching halt. <laughs> and that time could have been used for the ultimate ending. But um, it was actually very good. Is there um, any way to turn up my volume on my mic? Because it sounds see. like quiet. Kind of to me. Is that... Is that it? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I don't think that did anything. 
for me. <laughs> if you can't, it's okay. I'm I'm messing with all kinds of buttons. Hang on. Um, this is mic three. Mic three. Is that? Oh, there we go. There we go. Hey, girl, okay. welcome to the show. <laughs> like <laughs> to me, it was so quiet. Now I can actually hear. Um, yeah. So as far as Netflix goes, uh, well, as far as movies goes, um, I only literally own five movies at my house. So, <laughs> and I don't think I own any scary movies. Um, well, why own a movie when you have streaming services? You know. True, but I would actually like to add to my collection of five movies. <laughs> uh, Maybe you can get ten by the end of the year. Yeah, go. Yeah. I'm going to the uh, new year with ten DVDs. But you know what? All five, well, yeah, all five movies I have, other people have given me. I don't think I've ever bought my own DVD. <laughs> I rarely do either, so I don't feel bad. And then... Uh, I guess I don't really think about it unless you see something at the store and then it would be cheaper and you're like, oh, I kind of want to see that tonight. I haven't seen that in a while. but um, I think it's a dude thing, too. They're the ones who wait for the new release, too. They're like, oh, like Jason's like that. He's the only reason we have DVDs. I have maybe 20 that I brought from my house. He's got over 100, all in alphabetical order. He gets is, the blue steel Is he really books. that OCD? Yeah. Um, but it makes it easy for me to go find a movie. I mean, no, that's cool. But, uh, uh but yeah, he is Mr. You know what comes out on Tuesday? I'm going to be stopping at Best Buy after work. And I'm just not like that. It's nice, though, for you, like, later when you're like, ah, let's right. see what's in the old basement showcase, <laughs> the old showcase. <laughs> of movies. Uh, but yeah, I never really owned a scary one because all the guys I've dated never liked scary movies and not saying that's a reason that I shouldn't watch it. But anytime I really watch movies, usually with another person, unless I'm just watching Netflix by myself and, you know, um, are they mostly comedies? Yeah. Uh, comedy or action movies, but, um, I have been watching on Netflix, um, haunted, just it, not the movie, but like haunted as far as the show haunted, where supposedly the stories are supposed to be real, and they take people and people tell their stories about ghost sightings and haunted houses and their experiences with the paranormal or with demons. Nice, but I can only watch so many of those before I start freaking myself out and then you take a break and my mind needs to go back to normal. Right. Because you start getting like, I know this sounds, I know this sounds weird, but your mind starts getting a little dark there. Yeah. Not that I'm like going to be dark and do weird crap, but like more of you start feeling like mm, depleting. No, you're absolutely right. Um, Because I remember when I was really excited about the Ted Bundy tapes and I was telling clients, like, hey, have you watched the Ted Bundy? Uh, like, half of them went, I just can't watch that stuff because my mind will go to a dark place. And they're not saying, like, oh, I'm going to be a serial right. killer, but it's hard to shake that. Yeah. Puts a damper on things. And I can get that, too. I um, have to balance it out and watch something funny after. Um, so I'll watch a couple of episodes, and then I'm like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Um I have to tell you a story because it's hilarious now, but at the time I wasn't hilarious. So I'm watching Haunted 
And there's a couple episodes where it's like, damn, that's terrifying. If that's true, then... Because sometimes, you know, you're like, did this really happen to people? Uh, I either, one, hope it didn't because it's so terrifying, or two, I don't know if I fully believe it, but supposedly they say that they screen everybody that comes on that show to make sure that these stories are real. But how can you really tell that a ghost story is real? You'd have to take, like, a polygraph. <laughs> True. Maybe. I mean, if they went that far. Um, And sounds like there's a bird. <laughs> Sorry, there's, like, this weird noise in the background that sounds like a bird. Uh, So then I'm watching Haunted, and I'm like, <laughs> here I am, like, oh, I'm going to go on Facebook for a minute and just relax my brain like with something stupid and fi- you know you can always find like funny Memes stuff whatever shit, yeah. but then I go even darker cause a thing pops up like uh win $20,000 at the scariest place in the US uh, a haunted house so I'm like oh haunted house you know fake ghost whatever <laughs> I click the link just to see like what entails, because I'm always curious about these places that say $20,000 if you can, uh, this one was 20000 if you can stay the 10 hours and no one has beat it. So, wow, 10 hours is nothing. So, so then you know. I'm like, well, what is, what, what is involved? Because they say no one's ever beat it and it's the scariest place and, and store. So I'm just curious about this. So then. I start looking it up. I Google it. And then I end up on the website. And the guy has a movie um, describing all that that he has you do. What's well, it not, He doesn't have tell you exactly what he has you do, but he... Um, it's called... Uh, let, me, let me give you the exact name because I'm going to get it wrong. I keep, say, I keep saying it too. wrong. I'm looking up 10 hours in a haunted house. It's called McKamey Manor. Um, M-C-K-A-M-E-Y-M-A-N-O-R. So I went on this website, and when you go on the website, there's a couple different videos. Well, the first video you play is pretty much the guy talking to you about his property, what takes place, um, how you get selected to go come in there. And he said he doesn't select everyone. Like, he has a screening process he does. He doesn't charge to get in. He, You are selected by the screening process, and if you make it, then there's a 60-page... Um, Waiver yeah, that saying you, that death is possible. Um, it says that you could have broken bones, that you could have bruises. It talks about um, the risk involved with it, um, everything. And, it, and then he said that he tells you exactly what he's going to do to you. And so you know up front. And then he tells you passwords and codes and such um, for these certain tasks. And you have to remember these. And then he also gives you a safe word that if at any point in time, if you feel unsafe and you don't want to go that far, you're supposed to say the safe word. And he's supposed to release you and that it 
he calls it a game show, almost like a game. So then he'll let you go. Well, he doesn't exactly do that. So uh-huh. <laughs> um, I dug really deep into this and I found a lot of different movies and I did watch his movies, but I also, but the, the, the reason this is funny is because, so I was watching the movie and he's like describing what happens. Yeah. Um, screening process is you have to be a certain age. Um, you have to ha- not do any drugs because there's a drug test involved. Uh, and then you don't have to pay, but you have to bring him dog food for either local rescue dogs or his own dogs. <laughs> yeah. And then. This is like beyond like haunted house <laughs> fun. This is not fun at all. <laughs> and then uh, um, he throughout the video like says, you don't want to come here. This is extremely scary. No one has made it through. Like, trust me, you don't want to come here. Um, blah, blah, blah. He's like really amping it up. He said, I don't do anything physical. I, my, my, my tact, like, tactic is, is, um, hypnotizing people. And I get into your head. So the whole, mm. the whole game is don't let me get into your head. And if you, let me get into your head. I can convince you that a little pool, kitty pool of one inch water is a pool or a lake with a shark in it. I, like I can get into your mind that well, that I can convince you things are not what they seem. Weird. So I'm watching this and he's showing people's faces and they're just like uh saying their safe words and saying please stop please stop and then he's throwing dirt on one of the in one of the videos on top of this person and acting like he's burying them alive yeah because it says uh mckamey describes them as a minority of participants in his uh, rancho pensquitos um not so fun house who push their way into the simulated abduction experience, ignore warnings on YouTube in person and in writing about how extreme the experience is, and then take social media and tell lies about torture, assault. Um, and it's weird because in, in the same search, it says, what is an extreme haunted house? I didn't even know these existed. And it was like, it grinds down their guests through sheer terror, force feeding them, riding them, shouting in their faces. I'm like what? Yeah, that's not so, that's not a haunting. That's like that's assault, <laughs> right? Um, and that's pretty much what it is. So he says he doesn't do anything physical, but then I watch these videos, and in the one, I mean, I was scared when I first watched the videos because he's throwing dirt on this one person's uh, body, and he's talking to them, and they're freaking out because they're blindfolded, and um, they're stuck in like a small uh confined area to feel like yeah I'm being buried alive so the person starts freaking out and then they're trying to say their safe word and say I'm done I'm done and then another person he just shows them saying don't take me to that place don't take me to that place I don't want to go there like please don't take me there so what place he's talking about I don't know but he's like I'm going to take you there and he's like he's like you better say the safe word and then he makes them say this long saying and you have to memorize it like he makes you memorize it before he'll even let you into his house um, and then you have to say it later because everybody has to say that um, that they did not meet the house that the be- house beat them or whatever, and uh, say that they should never have never came there, and pretty much like uh, 
um, you know, give him credit where saying the house is extremely scary and they it's they should have never thought uh, it's like masochistic sex torture this <laughs> right. is not like a haunted house experience so i'm watching like keep in mind so i'm watching this at 11 o'clock at night and i just got done watching haunted a couple episodes so i'm already like oh and then i'm <laughs> ha- I'm halfway through this video and i was like don't take me there don't take me there all of a sudden my phone goes Wee! like starts ringing was it McKamey? And it was a phone number from out of the country. <laughs> oh my god! And I got terrified. I was like, "Ah, that's perfect." <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's ringing, and I'm like, "Ah!" And then I throw my phone. I'm like, "Ah!" And then I'm like, "What the heck phone number was that?" So then I googled the area code and said angel number. I go, "Yeah, I need to, I need to stop watching this crap now." Send me an angel. So I was like, "Is this an?" <laughs> Is this an intervention of the angels? So um, it turned out to be like a Africa number. <laughs> and when I Googled it, it said that these numbers, they'll call you hoping that you'll call them back. And then they ring up a bunch of charges because um, it's a ton of money to call Africa. <laughs> Anyways, it was funny now because it's stupid to think about. But at the time I was like, ah! Imagine watching something scary and your phone goes off. Like, oh, I know. all you can think of is like the person on there, like, I know you're watching. <laughs> it's too, like, oh, were you thinking of enlisting? Uh, it's funny because I'm, I love Reddit for this kind of stuff. And there's a, in my search, um, then one of the top things that came up was an edit post or edit Reddit. And this guy says, I don't understand McKamey Manor. I've been looking into it a lot recently and I just don't get it. First of all, the legality. Uh, of it all seems a bit off i get you sign a waiver but the things that you that go on inside seem to go beyond that also since 2014 people are already kidnapped and put into the storm drain runoff before the waiver is even read to them Uh, none of them having any medical training very little is recorded apart from what is broadcasted to some sort of circle in las vegas also, he has kids next door that can hear shouts of, are you bleeding, Grandma? You're disgusting, which seems a bit psychologically damaging. The whole thing sounds vaguely sketchy to me and more masochistic than an actual horror house, especially with some of the lines of the actors saying that they don't have a line and they want to grab people by their bald head. Their, wait, want to grab people uh, by their bald head by the end of it, um, open to discussion and willing to be wrong. But the whole thing seems vaguely uh, legal and fucked up along the lines of the Stanford experiment. And this guy says, okay, so a while back I got mildly obsessed with this story. Russ McKamey, the owner and operator, is a super masochistic dude who for some reason gets his kicks from what is basically consent to torture. That's exactly what it is. For what I remember, the neighbors love him, but just... Listen to the guy talk about something for a minute, and he is definitely off, but he has a way about him that seems cool uh, to people. I don't remember being able to find much on the guys that he hires to bash these folks up, but I do remember sexual assault came up quite often. That's hardly a surprise, however, considering the nature of the work. These dudes are literally there to break you until Russ decides you've had enough. As the victim, you do not get to decide when you've had enough. Russ basically calls it when he thinks that you're a tad too close to actually killing you. 
It's said that they also stop when they've broken you psychologically, but I've never seen it go past the person's breaking point. People are definitely walking out with mental scars, right? Well, that's the thing. It's quite difficult to undergo the manner. Russ puts every applicant through a series of interviews and such before picking the right people, as you said. Uh, Russ has his guys begin this process immediately. The victims are kidnapped and the process of uh, mentally and physically beating down participants before... Uh, the waivers are even signed. The waivers, which would not uh, hold, no, would not even hold up in court, are signed under duress, and then the actual horror begins as they move. They're moved to their backyard. The victims are subject to acts, but not limited to beatings, chokings, cutting, ingestion of foreign substances, forced vomiting, and waterboarding. All of this is filmed and heavily edited, as Russ only releases footage that wouldn't harm his operation. <clears throat> the edited footage is then only released if the victim looks into the camera and makes a written speech by Russ about the operation, how everything was voluntary. If they refuse the speech at the end of the video, then the the footage is not released. Uh, um, wow. Yeah, I've read all – I think I read that review. But so um, – People are like, this sounds I like illegal gonna, as fuck. Because <laughs> uh, like I said, I've um, researched a lot. So what happens is that – so you do want to go there for whatever reason. And then um, you get selected. He claims that there's a 24,000 um, people wait on his list, which no one believes. Uh, it was originally in San Diego. It got shut down in San Diego. I think he lost his job, his um, regular job. So then he moved it to Tennessee. That's one of his locations. And then he has another location. I can't remember where the other one is. Um, so he's got a lot of land there. And what he does is... Um, his neighbors know about it, but they complain about him all the time and they try to get him in trouble because um, quite a few times they've heard people screaming. Although that's one of the rules if you uh, that people have said in, in the um, waiver is that there is no cussing, no screaming, no running. And if you do any of those, you automatically it ends. So um, but people have still screamed before. Um Supposedly, at one point, he had dragged somebody in the, by the back of his truck, and they were screaming. Um, the cops were called, and um, but they couldn't do anything because he has the waiver saying, well, they came here, I didn't force them, and they wanted to do this at their own free will. And it's in the waiver saying what I'm going to do to you, which is true because he puts everything in the waiver, exactly what he's going to do to them. Yeah, why would you sign up for this shit? So they know exactly what's going to happen. Um, and that's the other thing is, yeah, you have these waivers, but he's doing things to you before you even sign the waiver. In the one video that I watched, there was three people, which he usually only takes one or two people at a time. Like when these people come to his house, he only um, messes with one or two people. And he said, if there's more, if you have two people, you're actually better because he wants you to throw other, your friend under the bus or whoever you're with. Meaning uh, there are tasks that you have to complete. And if you go with another person, sometimes he'll give you an option like you can do this or you can do it to your friend. Um, you have to pick. So if you don't want to get it done to you, you have to do it to them. What the hell? So uh, he brought these three people in and you can see him in a video. They have the workers working for him and... They have them in a like a swamp area because he made it part of his um, 
yard into like a swamp area that he makes people do certain things in there, like dirty ass water. And he made them crawl through it. And then he handed them the waiver and he said, okay, I'm going to need you to listen, listen up. But at the same time, he's got his workers slapping up upside the head, like hitting them, hitting them, like slapping them, slapping them, then sticking their fingers in their mouth, like, and then like jerking their head around and pulling on their hair. Like the one girl was like pulling on her head and like tossing her head around. And and she's already like getting tired because, you know, your head jerked back, whatever. And the guy, the guy keeps, um, McKinney or whatever his name is, uh, Russ. His name is Russ. So the owner of that place, he goes, don't get the papers wet. Don't get the papers wet. You got them in a swamp, okay, with these papers that they're supposed to read 60 pages and you're smacking them up beside the face while you want. And they're like, just sign it. You are you know you you came here because you want to do this stuff. So just sign it. And then finally they sign the papers, whatever. If you sign the papers, then you go on um forward. But they say that, you know, you spend two to three hours outside his house before you even get into the actual uh, game part where you could win 20000 So he makes you tired before you even get, um, be able to play the game. And that time outside is not even a part of your 10 hours. So by the time you get in to start the 10 hours, you're exhausted. That's not fair. Yeah. So, and everybody says, well, he says $20,000, but that's just to brag and whatever because um he exhausts everybody and he doesn't want anybody to win that money he doesn't even have the money he lives in a trailer is what people say uh so um you know don't go there expecting to win any money because you won't get any um and i think that he pretty much let people die before he would actually let them win the money so yeah that's why he would drag people by the back of his truck and supposedly so i was watching a video where they said that um, th- there was one guy who was beating pretty much all the things that he threw at him. So then he dragged him in the back of his truck and he had all his, his skin was tore off his, um, body, like his chest and his, um, arms. And they had to take him to the hospital. Uh, somebody died in 2016 there. No, no, no. Oh, is that not a that was a different place. Oh. Uh, a teenager, 16 year old or something like that. So, uh, I read about that too, but. Um, no, there was somebody who tried to sue him or he films everything. He's got like a camera on his head or he has a camera that he always takes around during when he's doing this stuff to people for illegal purposes so that he, they can't turn around because he said he was sued one time by two people who try to say that their, um, injuries were worse than he said that, that they were there. He's like, you're going to get bruised up, which one of the people, they showed them afterward, and she had bruises all over her legs, all over her arms. I just saw some of the photos, too. Um, And then... Y'all are stupid. <laughs> uh, So he claims there's no sexual things. In the videos I've seen, it wasn't sexual, but it was a lot of um, smacking, talking down to, uh, pulling hair, like, um, feeding them... Uh, objects and like telling them they can't throw up and then if they do throw up they make them eat their throw up or like making other um making the other people eat their their throw up like making your partner eat your throw up pretty much like they had the one where they had the girl eating some weird egg looking object and she was like about to throw it up and they're like if you throw it up you better throw it up on your partner so they were making her throw up on the girl's chest or body and then they made her throw up in her hands 
So they were doing stuff like that. And then um, they said that they have devices that you have to get in. And there's um, water devices where they put you under and you have to hold your breath for so long. Or waterboarding. And then there was one where, um, like I said, if you have a partner, he said it makes it easier for you because that's when you have to choose if you want to be the person who takes whatever punishment or gives the punishment. And the one was cutting off your hair and cutting off or um, shaving off your eyebrows. So the there was two girls and they were like, you can either do it to her or she can do it to you. And so whoever he picks to choose gets to pick if they want theirs or they want to get done or do it to somebody else. This guy is getting off on this. That's so uh, there's people walking out with no hair, no eyebrow. <laughs> uh, and uh, he, I think he has a military background. So he's like, I think he's like boot camp, whatever. He's probably got some major PTSD. Yeah. Um. So at first it was like scary videos. Then I started watching more, and I was like, "Okay, this guy's just like smacking people around for fun." <laughs> but would I go there? No, no. Y'all are idiots. Because what? What? Someone I talked to said that they would go because um, when they thought it was just the mental part of it, like um, trying to, which I could see why that would be cool, like. If it was just mental, um, where if he really was just trying to convince you that things are not as big as they seem, like um, like the whole kiddie pool thing with the one inch of water, if you can actually t- convince someone that you're, like, he said he would want to go there because he is um, practices uh, getting in touch with your inner self and and. Uh, <laughs> And um, I respect this guy a lot, so that's why I I, I get it what he's right. saying. But um, and not tricking your mind and showing yourself that there is nothing to fear because, uh, I mean, if you know, if you know for sure that this person is not going to do anything harmful to you, and this was re- legit, right? then your brain can trick itself. Right. And that's more what he was talking about. Like yeah, your brain you, tricking yourself. And, right. And, and, you convince your subconscious that yeah, it's not because real that it isn't. There was one guy who did a review on that that um, Manor um, place. And he was like, uh, best, uh, best place ever. He made me hallucinate. And that's not easy to do. But I'm like, what the? <laughs> what the heck? Spring break. That guy, you know, but that guy was like. Getting knocked upside the head and stuff too. I'm like, what? There's a video. The one um, you have to sign in to confirm your age, but it's the one that people were talking about. Um, the girl that lasted six hours. Yeah, and they said there's longest time ever. Chunks of the video missing, and uh, the first two comments are pretty funny. <laughs> Some guy goes, "Why can't people just get high for fun like the rest of us?" <laughs> Someone said, smoking weed, illegal in most states. Force feeding, psychological torture, and waterboarding. Oh, that's fine if they sign a waiver. Right. So, yeah, imagine watching those videos and then your phone rings from Africa. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm like... I almost did a Jamaican accent. I'm like, held back. I'm like, oh, Casey. 
<laughs> Jamaican accent. It's Miss Cleo Call that came back. For, for your free waterboarding. <laughs> Call me now for your water. Call me now for your waterboarding. I didn't even say that right. <laughs> Call said, me now for your waterboarding. <laughs> waterboarding? Who's your waterboarding? Sounds like Swedish, sounds like Muppet. Swedish chef. Who's your waterboarding? <laughs> I'm done. It's a warden more. Good. Gravy. I don't even like regular haunted houses. I know. So. That's what I'm thinking. Like, y- y'all are some idiots, man. People do some weird shit for money. You realize that money don't last, right? Is it really worth that? There was one girl on there who was like, this is going to be my third time. Oh my god! And but it made sense because she's like, he goes on the camera. He goes, "Well, tell him what your hobbies are." And she's like, "Oh, I like to read." Blah blah. He goes, "No, I mean, what you like to do outside of here?" <laughs> she goes, "Well, you really want me to say that?" And he's like, "Yeah." And she's uh, um, she's like, "Well, I, I don't mind the physical part because of what I do in my um, what'd you call it in her uh oh, she like a." Sadomasochist? Yes. She's like, well, I don't mind. I actually like that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I imagine people who go there, that they're okay with that. So, Oh, my gosh. It's funny. Like, Reddit, I love Reddit, but it's under the same thing because it's all part of the horror community. Somebody posted um, that, of course, we know William Blatty, uh, once won $5,000 in the Groucho Mark show, You Bet Your Life, 1950. When Groucho asked what he planned to do with the money, he said he planned to take some time off work to work on a novel. Then he went on to write The Exorcist. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Damn. Hmm. That's really neat. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm, I love Reddit. It's, it's kind of a rabbit hole. But, um... Yeah, see, that's not even, like I said, that's not even the spirit of haunted houses. Like, it's supposed to be about paranormal, not, like, getting abducted. And that's the thing is that you've got all these, you know, rape and torture victims who are like, how is any of this fun for you? This was real life for me. Like Amanda Berry. <laughs> well, he and he says... <laughs> She's like, I survived 10 years. Where's my prize? He said in his video, I, I can work with whatever, like... You have to tell me up front because he makes everybody get a um, health check. Like you have to go to your doctor and get a um, uh, physical. And he goes, I can work with anybody. I can work with blind people. I can, <laughs> I can work. That with, might be better. <laughs> I can work with disabled people. But you have to tell me you have to be up front because if you're not up front, then I can't alter the haunt for you. He um, <laughs> is what he keeps saying. And it's not a haunt. And he's like. If you don't tell me what you can't do, then I'm going to ruin it for you and then you're going to put your life at risk. He's like, the only times that people have uh, almost died were when they didn't tell me everything and didn't disclose their health issues. Um, Like, I think someone might have had a heart attack or something there one time and they didn't disclose about um their heart issues. 
This guy goes, I went, I went in and it triggered my PTSD so bad that I scratched some fucker's face until they let me go. Why don't you go with post-traumatic stress disorder? I think he's lying. <laughs> You're like, um, I have PTSD. They're like, it's fine. Just sign this damn thing. We're fine. The whole house is fear factor on steroids. I actually was thinking that because um, at one point they're like, oh, we're going to get you around some spiders or some snakes and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that reminds me of fear factor, Pro- but probably less safe. <laughs> Wait, so you moved it. Wait. So you watched the Haunters documentary. Um, yeah. And he did he move it? He moved it from California to Alabama, Tennessee in the backwoods. Yeah, he had it in California. That's where he used to live. I think he lost his job and then he needed to move. So he moved to Tennessee. And uh, he has two locations, but he was saying that one of the locations um, he was doing like an hour and a half haunt and that the other one he was doing the the 10 hour one. Did and he, he said that you should start at the hour and a half one, and if, if you can handle it, then you can upgrade and do the 10-hour one. What is this thing about a homemade movie he made with his kid? Uh, I have no idea about that. Now i got to look that up. This is extremely interesting. He's got... Um, They're going to bust him for something, though. They're going to find a loophole. Because I just saw it on Fox, or I think it was Fox something or other, um, and that's how I found out about it in the first place. And turns out it's like a whole community. They even have a um, a private chat for everybody who's been to the uh, the facility and talks, and sh- and that's where he posts your videos for you to watch after you complete the the house. Yeah, that's where they say that there's. Um, twenty thousand dollars is, is in retrospect. That's not a lot of money. Um, at one point they great. Take, I bought a car. <laughs> <laughs> at one point they take um a machine and they put it in your mouth and pretend like they're gonna pull your teeth. I guess that's a fake machine, anyways. But there are some things that are like more questionable. But um, nothing's coming up. But for this kid, because somebody commented, they, did you see the video he made with this kid? Uh, wait, what? Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, I have a friend who owns a haunted house and around Michigan, and he's it's gotten pretty big. And he had asked me at one point. Hey, you should um, go to my haunted house and tell me what you think. And I'm like, I'm good. And he goes, I, you know, I'll let you do it for free. I'm like, no, I'm good. Which haunted <laughs> house is it? Uh, Hush. Oh, I was, I, yeah, because I, uh, I think that's over by Fosgate, isn't it? Um, I think it's Westland. Yeah, because I remember I went to his house or his condo recently, and I had to turn around somewhere. I'm like, oh, that's Hush. Yeah, uh, which you know he's it's become very successful. And, they make and, a lot of money, and I think I'm sure it is a really great place. I'm just a chicken shit in haunted houses, yeah. and it's just not my thing. Me too. He's like, you don't want to go through it. I'm like, no, I can't no. handle that. 
No, sorry. Because that's the I thing. remember the time that we all went to the haunted house. Oh, yeah. Like me, Casey, and our friends, and everybody was trying to push. This was everybody to the back. Got stuck in the back. I'm like, oh my gosh, the back is the worst because the person who's like gets to uh, like follow you and they follow you like half a hallway or a hallway down. I'm like, okay, but you can leave me alone now. Like, jump out. Yeah. I, mean, I leave me alone. I barely saw anything because we were all had our uh, faces buried in each other's varsity jackets or whatever. True. And but I remember the first thing that came out was Michael Myers and immediately we're all screaming so bad that when a guy had to come in and said, you girls need to calm down. You're knocking down the walls of the maze. <laughs> and he, and th- that's when Aisha was like, get up there and lead us through this thing. Then you guys need to calm down. You're going to knock this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aisha, I remember she was like crying so bad that she didn't want to go that we had to drag her in her eyeliner. Was I'm just going to stay here in the middle of the haunted house. Until it closes. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tell me when this thing is over. He's like, no, no. Yeah. No, thank Yeah, you. I'm not about it. Because the thing is, like, I am liable to throw a punch. Because that's just my natural reaction. You well, jump out at me, you're going to get punched. Right. <laughs> you don't want to meet these fists of fury. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Seriously, what the yeah, like fired off already? Like, you don't know her dad, right? <laughs> My dad pretty, drops from the ceiling. He's a powerhouse that runs in the family. <laughs> uh, so Erebus, Erebus uh, has three floors, and it's the largest haunted house, I think. Oh yeah, around. isn't that Pontiac? Yes, and that one, it's like. A really, uh, it's so many feet or something. But yeah, it's three levels. Can you imagine that? It's just all feet. <laughs> I should be like, <laughs> we made it through. I'm like, nope, the first level. Yeah. <laughs> you got two more. <laughs> That's a lot of feet. <laughs> it's like somebody was. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I hate feet. Oh, here's a whole room of feet. <laughs> here's a whole room of feet. Um. <laughs> I you know I've heard of the haunted houses where you stay in there if you stay in there out in the night or whatever it was I don't even know you well that was money, the that was like, the plot to uh, House on the Haunted Hill <laughs> was uh the, it was Vincent Price who was like oh you stay in this house if you can spend the night in this house then everybody gets a uh, or you get a cash prize the people who survive which is a great plot <laughs> um. Good gravy boats. Yeah. And they came to me. I never heard of this, but I swear they're going to bust them for something. I'm sure there's a team of lawyers right now, like trying to find some loophole. Like, how is this illegal? Now someone's like, oh, well, it used to be really cool and scary, really scary. But then when he moved from San Diego to Tennessee, he lost a lot of his devices and his props. That were unique, and now he relies on mostly physical, which I think it's funny that he says, uh, "I'm not really physical." But then you show he you see him like hitting a bunch of people, <laughs> right? And they've got bruises all over their bodies, and you're pulling their hair. What do you mean you're not, you're not physical? So um, he says, "I'm not physical. It's mostly mental." But then 
there's people who say, well, he used to have the the unique devices and that was pretty scary. And now... And to think he has a waiting list. Well, they say that's fake, that he just makes it up to seem like all wanted. I don't know if that's true or not, but... um, And yeah, that it's now like, it's mostly just physical and running around in the maze in his backyard. And from what I understand, there's a... There's a one where you have to put uh, something on something on you and then you have to run around in this like rat maze and then you the you hear like sounds of like rats but it, it's fake sounds so, so, like supposedly Russ describes the house as PG-13 family friendly and like Indiana Jones on steroids <laughs> so I'm looking at this photo it is very unnerving there's a lot of blood all over these people but it oh, I don't want to do that but he smears like re- Fake blood. I was gonna say that looks all fake. Over you. That looks fake. He, he smears fake blood on you. <laughs> yeah, he smears all this fake blood on you. It's got to be like pig's blood or something, or just oh, oh crap. Um, sorry, I lost my mic there for a second. Um, this is gnarly. What is wrong with you people? Yeah, because I'm looking up the most haunted houses, and this this makes number one, but I'm like, it's not a haunted house. This is just a torture chamber. That's all it is. Haunted would mean that there's a spirit. Right. It's paranormal. It's not physical. A man you know is there gonna beat you. <laughs> That's not really haunted. Well... Torture chamber. The most horrific torture chamber. Maybe. I think it's enough torture sitting in a house that was supposed to be haunted and hearing like unnerving silence. And then all of a sudden you're like making things up in your mind. Like, you know, you can mentally fuck yourself. Yeah. That's weird. Um, Uh, Did you go to his website? Uh, I briefly, but I'm going to go to it again. Um, if you fast forward like an hour or so, um, that's when I think you start seeing videos of like little snippets of people pleading for him to stop and like him doing weird shit. <laughs> this first one, and then there were none. But yeah, um, I get where people like because some people are like I'm, I'm, I got obsessed and I started watching all these movies, and then I just want to see if these people will make it through. Try to Keep watching here. these movies. All right, I'm trying to fast forward to the music. So it's vital that you understand that all these folks that you're watching. In this movie, even though it may be redundant, the dog's out here. Like you can't tell. He seems like a normal dude. He does. He's like, but I'm your friend until you enter the house, and then I'm not your friend anymore. <laughs> Again, they were just like you. I can't re- reiterate this enough. They were like, yeah, we're going to be the ones. We got this. Piece of cake. How tough can it really be? Well, 
watch this movie. And you'll see how it ends for every single one of these fine folks who attempted the tour. All right, I'm going to fast forward it. Yeah, because he talks for quite a while. Oh, that's the one where he's throwing dirt on him? Yeah. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> I'm done tonight. I spent a little bit of time at McCamey Manor with Russ doing a one-man show. And McCamey Manor ate my lunch, took my milk money, and kicked my butt. I quit. My name is Jamie van der Linde. I came all the way from the Netherlands, where I should have stayed. Russ made it uh, a bit harder for me than I thought. And, yeah, in the beginning, I, I thought I had to, but he... Uh, she looks beaten to shit, by the way. Yeah. Got me, yeah. Uh, he got me back. Sucker. She's and, a little uh, laughing about it. He uh, ate my lunch, took my milk money, and he kicked my butt. And I quit. He really don't want to do this. And he's trying to I think this is a Texas Chainsaw music. All of me, New York. <laughs> to uh, hang out with Ross and Holly at the diner and see why you really don't want to do this. He's got some device stretching out his mouth. Let me see. I think it's the. I can't describe what I just. Oh yeah. Felt. You guys don't want to do this. They put some uh, device in your mouth to make your lips like spread open. So. It's a waterboard, you probably. Alabama, tell Russ and Holly that became me better. Kick my tail. Uh, I quit. Kick my tail. I quit. My name is Travis O'Neill. I've come all the way from Catlin, Illinois. I was Yeah. Just, just the kind of creepy. AKA the Pro Honor. Uh, AKA Puff. They won't AKA Puff Daddy. Is <laughs> that why we got the fish eye lens going AKA on? AKA Haunted. Right? Right. My name is Taryn Neal, and I came all the way from Indianapolis, Indiana, just to tell Russ that the McCamey Manor ate my lunch, took my milk money. And kicked my butt not once, but twice in one day. <laughs> Which is the dumbest tagline ever, by the way. <laughs> right. So, when I said it about the safe word, and, and at any point in time you can say it, he doesn't just let you go, though. Because his his thought is, and he said this before in, in interviews, his thought is, well, when you first say you want to give up, do you really want to give up? No, you don't. 
You want to be pushed. That's what you came here for. <laughs> oh, my God. So when I don't think you're ready to give up, I'll try to push you even further. And I'm like, damn. So even when you say the safe word, you're not even giving up right away. I'm so, like, enamored with these videos. Mm-hmm. I know. I watched quite a few. What is that? I didn't watch it all. Oh, my God. I'm so crazy right now. This doesn't even seem What is wrong with you people? What's going on in it? She's got her mouth stretched with, um, you know, a dental device for dental surgery. She's got blood all over her face. She's tied up. <laughs> yeah. So. Why, folks? You have to look it up because it's it's weird. com. They even have the Netflix. Uh, let's read the requirements. Netflix. Yeah, they have the oh, link the to the ducking. Netflix thing. 21 and above or 18 through 20 with parents' approval. Completed sports physical and doctor's letter saying that you're physically and mentally cleared. For one thing, your doctor will be like, I really highly advise you don't do this. Um, pass a background check. Be screened uh, via Facebook, FaceTime, or phone. Proof of medical insurance. Sign a detailed 40-page waiver. Pass a portable drug test on the day of the show. Um, let's see. What, well, let's see the warning here. <laughs> Be warned, McCamey Manor is not your standard boo haunted house. It's not a haunted house. This is an audience participation <laughs> event in which you... We'll love out your own horror movie. This is a rough, intense, and truly frightening experience. You must be in great health to participate. Last year's haunt was absolutely nothing compared to the new McKamey Manor. Uh, new for 2018, McKamey Manor presents Desolation, including Holly's Playhouse, the next evolution in interactive so- survival horror theater. Understand that each tour will be different based upon your personal fears and can last up to 10 hours. Each guest will like, okay, like we said, um... Do not wear expensive clothing. Do not bring anything that cannot get wet. This can be an aggressive experience, and our actors will come in contact with you. You cannot in any way return the contact. If anyone becomes rowdy, pushing, shoving, running, they will immediately be removed, no questions asked. Anyone that has been drinking alcohol or taking drugs will not be allowed into the haunt. At check-in, you will be required to show your ID. The waiver process for desolation will last three to four hours. So you could be charged for the things that you were doing to this person before the waiver is signed. That's what I would assume. Um, Of course, has anybody ever really said, oh, I want to take this person to court? One performance only per... One oh, one performance only per week, year-round. Specific requirements must be met in order to take the uh, tour. Think about your average 10 to 20-minute haunt or a theme park at Halloween and what you've experienced, what, inter- what was really interactive and scary. At the new McKinney Manor, you will experience thrills that you thrills that you have never seen before. You will be tested to your very core. If things become too much, you can always quit if we let you. 
Um, you're gonna have to. <laughs> um, there's merchandise. What do we got? Um, <clears throat> so one lady said, "You know, I tricked I tricked you guys to make it seem like I was really bad off, so that you would um." Uh, stop. There's Whatever. pictures of people on these shirts. What? Yeah, people being like abused. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, this one's Bloody Holly, so that might be. Oh, his other. girlfriend. Yeah. It says, Do you really want to do this? And she's got, like, she's bound and gagged with blood all over her. Um, <laughs> who, was, who would wear those? <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna give them to everybody for Christmas. Oh, they're probably still on a lot now since the Netflix documentary. Um, yeah, but that was out a little while ago. Um, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Well, what's my safe word again? We will find you at, or we will remind you at McCamey Manor. There's a purse. Cell phone holder. There's a, there's a purse. Oh, I guess wrong with these people. Oh my god, this guy. This is uh everyone involved is an idiot. Sorry. I normally I'm not ma- I don't like to make judgment calls about what people consider theater or whatever people want to do with their lives. And and they know the risks, then go for it. But um, I'm going to say it right here, right now, you're an idiot. Um, wow. There was people driving by on the street where they were um, filming, <clears throat> and they because he makes everybody wear a onesie that goes through it, uh, like those onesie footy pajamas. Hmm. And and he, so all the neighbors know when they see those footy pajamas that these people are about to go through his house, and so people are rolling down their windows and going, "You're gonna die!" <laughs> <laughs> and he excellent. like backed up the footage. He goes, "I love it." If you listen closely, this person says, "You're gonna die," because <laughs> they know that these people are about to go into my house. Never a dull moment. Uh, oh so. Gosh. If you, if you so happen to be out there and you've ever been to this place, give us a call. What is this? I don't even know what the number here is. <laughs> what is it? Uh, it was, oh, hang on. Casey has it. I do. She's laughing I do. at me. 248-579-5260. Again, that's 248-579-5260. Have you ever been to this place? Would you desire to go this place? Would you ever do a full contact, quote, haunted, it's not haunted, house? Extreme haunt. <laughs> Whoa, the computer just did something really weird. What? It wasn't like a call. It was like a screen came up, and all of a sudden it was like file searching or something. I'm telling you weird stuff happens when you go to that website, dude. <laughs> well, why'd you make me go there? <laughs> Didn't make you go there. I was like, you go there because I'm not going there anymore. <laughs> Mm-mm. I'm not even about this. I think we should go to a break. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the watch list Halloween episode. Get done talking about haunted houses that aren't actually haunted houses. You can only turn this down. Still new with this, folks. Still new with this. So, um, but I was really thrown off by one of the number one Halloween costumes this year being Sexty Mr. Rogers. I did not even see that. Yep. Oh, I got a call coming in. Unknown person. Ah. And, uh, see, it's that haunted house. Hello? 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 Welcome to the watch list. I can't Thank hear you. Hello? Oh, can you hear me now? Yes, yes. There we go. Sorry about that. That's all right. Let me turn this up. Is this James Fernandez? You scared me. I took out my headphones. Because <laughs> it was the Africa call. Huh? Let me see how I can turn you up. I was turning up everything on here. Hang on. I can hear you too. <laughs> All right. Let's speak again. Okay, now I can hear you. There we go. Just wanted to call in about haunted houses, but I'm going to need you to sign this 82-page document that you have to read in three minutes. Oh, dude, no shit. Can you believe this mess? That haunted house is the kind of haunted house I want to go to all, in quotation marks, haunted. The kind of place I want to go to just to sarcastically fuck with the entire thing. Right. The person I would bring with me as my second would be my lawyer. It would be magical. <laughs> He'd probably kick you out as soon as you got there, because... Whoa. He just know he'd look like that? no, you you look like some lawyers. You're out, get out. He's like, We don't like legal this stuff around here. <laughs> That's not what this sixty page document says. This thing is crazy. Casey's trying to throw in some sound effects and it's scaring me. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. Polly's getting calls from Africa while she's watching weird shows. Bad enough. <laughs> so what what do you think about that whole thing? Uh, it, 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 it surprises me, but it shouldn't what people are willing to pay money to experience that they would never, ever, ever choose to experience in their lives otherwise. Well, that's the thing. I'm saying that there's, a, there's actual trauma victims out there who are probably seeing this stuff and going, why? Why would you pay for this? This is like, uh, gosh... What's what's another word I'm searching for besides I- inappropriate and disgusting? Uh, disgust appropriate. Um, yes. Disgust. Just make a word up. It works. <laughs> it's it's in very in the poorest taste that I can even think of. Well, and it's just amazing because yeah, people will they're happily signing these these agreements, these ridiculous contracts, basically, and they're paying money on top of these contracts and. Uh, I, since it's a TV show, I do. You always wonder, okay, how many of these are actors doing exactly what they're expected to do? Because we don't see those negotiations off camera anyway. Right. So it's like, oh, you hired five actors. Well, geez, the uh, contracts they signed were sad contracts. No wonder why they did exactly what you wanted in the way you wanted. But no, people will do. They'll pay money to experience all sorts of mind blowing, crazy shit. Um, someone told him. <clears throat> this guy said that in his haunt um the people that he hires 
are in, do impromptu. Like everything's impromptu. Yeah, that's that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's say. right there. So he probably, I think he probably has a layout of the things that he likes to do usually, and then if they feel like smacking you upside the head in the middle of it, well, then that's impromptu. Yeah, well, and it's kind of weird because it's like, well, wait a minute, this guy says that he's practicing hypnosis, but it's like, that's a very measured practice thing, bro. You don't just, <laughs> you don't just improvise that. Like, you develop a script, so that means you have to practice. What? Yeah, th- like, my specialty I is I found some homeless people on the street, and I said, come on to my haunted house and just do whatever the hell you want. Right, because it's like the power of suggestion, like, you know, they're throwing dirt on somebody and psychologically, like, convincing them that they're being buried alive. That's not hypnosis, really. Well, no, and it's just like, who, I'm sure some people, because anyone that knows hypnosis, you voluntarily allow all that stuff to happen to you. You never, the illusion that it's stir of echoes. Uh, or get out and that you're, you're getting brainwashed externally. It doesn't work. Like the brain has to be willing to be suggested to, but right. it's just, I'm sure there might be some people that are all for being buried alive, but the idea that it's like, well, unless you were already excited about being buried alive for some reason, no, your brain, your brain's not going to be too excited to go through that experience. Right. There are people who like to get that close to death. There absolutely are, but I'm willing to bet it's not nearly as many as this guy would say in his marketing. That, and then, like, they think they do until they get in there. Yes. Kind of like yeah, but then they keep coming back. You a hypnotic experience of your organs being taken out of your body in alphabetical order. Are you ready? <laughs> right. Well, they interviewed um, some of the people that had already been once or twice or whatever, and... They said, why are you coming back again? And she'd say, I don't know. Uh, I think you kind of forget. It's like it's like childbirth. You kind of forget how painful it was. And then Did she like, let me do it. <laughs> no, I was thinking that. As, but that's as, a good analogy. Um, but that's pretty much how she was saying it. You know, oh, you go through this and you're like, I want it to be over. And then uh, it's so, you know, it's terrifying, uh, terrible. I was just trying to say Terrifying, and terrible. You're very terrible too. Terrible. I'm terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. That's a fear of Holly picking up the phone because it's from Africa. Terrifying. Terrifying. I was terrifying. I'm gonna sell terrifones. <laughs> we just terrorize you all day. Terrifying. We're gonna say we're watching you at all times. And my the most fire terrifying. The most terrifying <laughs> for me is I'm scared. <laughs> okay, now call me crazy. I'm probably am crazy, but I think about weird stuff, and you know, <laughs> Casey's like, "Okay, here we go." <laughs> All right, <laughs> Woo. read that document. Tis the season, so. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Did you get a boner over there? Okay. Um, I can't hear she's like, oh, God, I'm waiting for this. Damn. So <laughs> I think about some weird shit. So <laughs> um, uh, as far as phones go, you <laughs> since I've had my phone kind of packed before, um, not fully, but kind of, uh, I think about 
if you know people hacking into your cameras well i have this fear of them like hacking into my camera but then uh, like a face showing up on my screen like i'm watching you like, like momo kind of yeah, like momo. yeah. Momo! And i'm like uh, it just always scares the shit out of me, and I always think it's going to happen on my phone, especially when that Africa number came up. And I was like, Kaylee, stop! Sorry. <laughs> now, would you have been really confused if, if the Africa number hacked into your phone and then you saw a white guy pop up and you were like, hold on. <laughs> on right I think anything would have scared me at that point. I'm like, <laughs> I was just like, wait a minute, this is a French guy. I had a, I had some ideas. Oh, no. It could have been like the now? most beloved oh, person. Happened. And I still would have been like, ah! it's like Tom Hanks. Like, hey, honey. <laughs> Just David say Tom no. Hanks. Oh, my God. Tom Hanks called me from Africa, and I was scared to death. If Tom Hanks was. <laughs> no, wait. You get, Tom Hanks. You got to start from there. Was singing Africa songs. Like Toto's Africa? <laughs> yes. It's going to take a lot to drag me away from you. <laughs> How scary would that be? <laughs> Um, so, yes, I think about those weird things because, hey, it could happen. You need to start, James, you gotta start a story from, like, the just this one prompt, okay? You get a phone call, it's a FaceTime of Tom Hanks from Africa. And you, <laughs> I think I watched so much and it's melting my <laughs> mind. One night, Holly was watching some scary Netflix programming about a weirdo and his house of improvised hypnosis torture that people signed up for, literally. And then I became... See, he took on the girl named Holly. It's his girlfriend. Holly, something about Holly. No, she's on a t-shirt. Bloody. (laughs) Bloody. Bloody t-shirt. Just getting tortured. That could have been my future, man. That could have been, been my. What if Tom Hanks did that to you when he somehow teleported you to Africa, where he called you from? There's a lot of crazy shit that's going on. <laughs> he had a little thing. Boing. <laughs> I have way too much on this the soundboard. Casey needs to back away from the soundboard because <laughs> we're gonna start turning into one of those cheesy shows that just plays a bunch of. And this is a 107.5. Oh wait a minute, Howard Stern, the most. Popular podcast on the planet? We're what? Not- that's the most popular podcast <laughs> on the planet? It is. Yeah, I mean, I guess when he went to Sirius, it wasn't a radio show anymore. It was pretty much one of the first podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, uh, he was right in line after Joe Rogan. Hmm. Oh, Joe Rogan, the patron saint of LSD. Just, just, I, love I love the shit out of Joe Rogan. He is the pod father. He made it cool. I don't know. I'm not really a big Joe Rogan fan. I I like some of his bits. I like the guests that he has on his show because he's pretty agnostic about everything. Um, you know, you come to the table with a topic and he he'll talk about it. You know, right or wrong or you know what I mean. He just he's open to everything and he just he seems very level headed. He's he can carry on a conversation, even a debate, without getting you know. Um, Shitty. Scream, yeah, getting yelling and screaming and like pounding the desk and everything. Right, it's he can he, he can off. agree to disagree. There are YouTube videos because the the thing I like about his podcast, but is also weird, is that he takes each guest um, like it's a vacuum. So he'll talk to each guest like he hasn't talked to any other guests about like an opposing topic or something before. So what you create is this thing where 
he'll somewhat like understand and agree with points that some someone going off about something like hyper conservative um, or or something hyper liberal. And he'll sort of agree with like, yeah, no, I understand where you're coming from and all that. And then he'll have a guest of the opposite political polar and he'll also agree with them. So right. on YouTube, there are a couple of videos where Joe Rogan appears to be like arguing and agreeing with himself <laughs> because he's both sides <laughs> of the same topic. That's and every day for me. It's just amazing. It's just amazing. And he owns up. He's like, yeah, that's funny. Like he, he doesn't take offense. He's like, yeah, no, I, I get it. But he's just like with each guest. If you bring the guest on and you're just yelling and screaming, what's the point? They're not going to want to talk to you. That's not those podcasts become exhausting and boring so quick. Right. The you, guys who just bring on people as punching bags and try to fight. And say, well, but these issues are complex and fighting hasn't worked so far. So, right. So, smoke with me have you been in a haunted house? I used to go to them a little bit when I was younger. And then uh, as I became more. Of a, like writing and making, I was bummed because uh, they didn't work because I started thinking about like the production aspects of the haunted house and uh, kind of ruined it for me. You were like, "These walls are not good." No, it was just like those I was girls, about, like, those teenage girls in their varsity jackets are going to knock them over. <laughs> oh well, clearly I was good. that was in the high school days, but uh, no, it was just, I just got to a weird point where I'm. I sometimes do it with movies too, where I'll just be like, "Oh, how did they create that shot? How did they? How did they set up that?" That's that? so hard when you're on the other side. Did you go through a? Um, did you go through a haunted house and go, "Dude, I can see that your costume is not made legit." No, because <laughs> that's like I've seen those. That's Party City. Just like, why <laughs> did funny. you pay money to go into this haunted house if you're just gonna be a troll? Like, no one cares, dude. The people are here to be scared or have fun. Well, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's like going to comic cons. You know, like, you spend so much time behind the table. After a while, you're like, this is a glorified flea market. I remember, I for, I missed the days of Detroit Fanfare when Holly and I went as fans. And this last time when we went to San Diego, I was like, this is the wrong way of saying it. I didn't, I, I it was almost like I wanted to forget everything I knew and just go into it like a child. And that's how you should experience life anyway. Um, as a child. And uh, that's kind of what I did when I went into it. I'm like, I became a fan again. And I absolutely loved it just for a moment. I'm like, that's something that I really miss. But I, I totally understand what you mean about like um, being uh, not disillusioned, but now no, you just, know it goes yeah, into it. Sort of, you're thinking about the technical aspects of how they created everything. And you're like, I just want to enjoy the damn thing. This guy's just a zombie. I don't need to figure out what what type of zombie, what movie did this zombie come from? What are the rules of this zombie? Right? Is this a virus zombie? Because technically, that's not really a, a zombie. Yeah. Can you, can In my you zombie expertise, that you went. This is not the right era. What the hell? <laughs> Was that a cow? <laughs> Stop, Casey. I am cutting you off soundboard. It, it kind of sounded like a zombie. It sounded like a chainsaw at first. And I was like, oh, wait, that's not a chainsaw. It's <laughs> a cow chainsaw. It's a, it's a cow with strep throat. <laughs> a cow saw. <laughs> oh, that's that would be a good... Hey, James, write all these down, man. You need to make a, a horror movie called Cow Saw. <laughs> 
<laughs> only only if Holly stars in it, and we started with her getting called by Tom Hanks in Africa. That is exactly is that what I'm about to say. Is that going to be using cow teeth? <laughs> Cows <laughs> off. <laughs> it's just like all these cow teeth lined up on the board. <laughs> Like spinning around in the cow's mouth the way the blade spins around the damn. Oh my god, Casey. Tom Hanks grew a bunch of cow saws in an African farm. This is the creepiest shit I've ever seen in my life. There we There's go. There's a lot that you don't know about He's probably, Tom Hanks. He's listening right now. Lover. Friend. Uh, even dad. <laughs> even idol. But what you don't know. Tom Hanks came from a farm with a lot of cows. <laughs> Cow saw coming to a theater near you. Twenty twenty. That's really good. I came to. I was like, whatever you do, don't wear. You can take the boy out of the farm. But you can't take the cow saw on the board. Literally. It's, 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 yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Why does rooster just show up? <laughs> well, he's scared, too. Good morning, bitches. <laughs> you know, Dawn is scared, coming. too. Save me. <laughs> and Tom Hanks will be dressed in his Fred Rogers outfit, so it's just more horrifying. He's like... Hello, ladies. <laughs> Lucrelis. Here's some start mixing all these movies together. <laughs> he finally topped the whole David Pumpkins thing. He really does own Halloween. <laughs> so, <laughs> I saw um, a lot of <laughs> variety this year of costumes, at least online. Uh, actually, there's a lot of creative ones this year. Because, uh, you know, most of the years I've seen there, they've been the same. But I didn't actually see the Mr. Rogers sexy one. How do oh, you make geez. Mr. Rogers sexy? Like, I, he was already a sexy man in his, in his I love children, I'm a good dad, I'm a good person way. Holly, you gotta, you gotta start that in a different order. The way you say <laughs> I know! I love, it sounded horrible. But, I, you know, I, you gotta believe in me children. that... It just looks Jeez. like a schoolgirl outfit with shorts. You gotta believe got me that I'm not a weirdo. A tie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. He would not approve. Get that out of here. Yeah, it just looks like uh, uh, yeah, looks cardigan, like... <laughs> tie, booty shorts. Kind of looks like a Catholic schoolgirl outfit with the puppets. With the puppets. No, so it's, it's a lazy, it's one of the lazy, sexy outfits where they just like it's the mo- the bare minimum to attach it to whatever idea is supposed to be based off, but it's quote unquote sexy. Right. Yeah. Um, let me let me look up the, the hang on. I want to know the top 10. Fred Rogers wears a crush velour tracksuit. Top 10 2019 mm. costumes? 2019 Halloween costumes. All right, here we go. <laughs> Fly halves. Um. Uh, all right. According to the New York Daily News, uh, the ten hottest and wackiest Halloween costumes of 2019. Here we go. Oh, jeez, I hate these damn ads. Hang on. It's Tom Hanks ad. Uh, hey guys. This is an ad for cow 
Come down on the farm. Oh, you can dress as a. It's supposed to be a white claw can, but it says outlaw. Of course, that would be one of them. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um. You can you can dress as a sexy tariff. The trade <laughs> war with China that graced headlines in 2019 is now in costume form. It's a dress that just says tariff import. What? Weird. Well, so they're getting lazier. Yes. Steve Scoops, Ahoy costume, of course, from Stranger Things. I've seen that a bit. Uh, you can be a Beyond Burger, which is uh, <laughs> is this chick who looks like a... She's in a sexy, like, burger dress, and it says plant-based on the top of her head. Oh, my gosh. Um, hang on. I, I got to show you that. For a me. vegan burger. <laughs> or vegetarian. So here's the white claw knockoff, and it's a chick. She just like it's a tight top that says "Outlaw Party Hard." Looks, it looks like she's white wearing claw. Um, a bathing suit almost. <laughs> yeah, she's got white panties on with fishnets that are like tinted color and like high heel boots. Um, and then let's see. None of these are scary. Oh, Pennywise from it too. That's a good one. Uh, there he is, the sexy Mister Rogers. Top Gun fight suit costume, which I don't know if that started because of the new Top Gun they're working on. They are working on a new one, aren't they? Yeah, we actually already have a poster for it, and uh, we had to explain it. Yeah, there's actually a poster, and it's Tom Cruise, and he's got his Maverick jacket, and it's like the the pictures behind, so you see all the patches on his jacket. I've had to explain to customers, like, yeah, no, this is actually happening, and they're going... So he's still in the Navy. How old is Maverick? I'm going, I don't know. I didn't, you know, pilots in his mid-50s or 60s. Maybe he's a test pilot or something. I don't know. But he's still wearing that bomber jacket. That's hilarious. I love Tom Cruise. Um, let's see the new poster. Um, yeah, that's... <laughs> By the way, <clears throat> someone said last night... Did you get the uh, object near Earth warning on your phone? What? Yeah. The space selfie? Huh? From the space selfie satellite that crashed? Um, They thought it was an asteroid, I think. Oh, okay. So, um, supposedly there was one coming close to Earth. I have yeah. to... But, um... Not oh, yeah. many people said that they got that. Uh, let's see. I just thought about that now. I forgot about it till now. Um, see, when they do warn you about an asteroid, you're not paying attention to it. <laughs> right. I'm looking that up now. We'll skim the planet tonight. Two days ago. Uh-huh. Does it make like a booing sound when it does it? Like, <laughs> by the way, I just saw the Top Gun thing. That's pretty funny. Um, uh, the Near Earth Asteroid 2019 uh, UB8 will be a safe, very close encounter with our planet, coming about 120,000 miles from us. Half 
of the average of the distance of the moon tonight, October 28th through 29th, according to clocks in Europe, Africa, and the Americas. So it's going to kind of sweep in and sweep out. Imagine your phone going, object closer. to <laughs> That's weird. I didn't get that. Uh, I would think aliens. <laughs> uh, UFO coming close to your proximity. You're about to be probed in five, four, three, <laughs> right. two. Brace for impact, Holly. Like, not my butt, not today, son. <laughs> I don't think you're ready for this, Jelly. Um. <laughs> I, mean, I would pay to see Holly sing Bootylicious to Aliens, though. <laughs> You know, I was going to go to Area 51 and do a whole number, but then our, the team got broken up and I had to work. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of nerds had no balls <laughs> to actually trying to sing they've been talking about for nine months. Yeah. And then, like, some guys were like, make ass clap, you know, cheeks clap. <laughs> and I was like, how do I compete make with that? Make them aliens cheeks clap. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't whistle while I twerk like that. I got to go. <laughs> it's like mm, it's not my time to shine. I love how somebody brought a North Korean flag for no reason, <laughs> like just as we just for something to talk about. It's like, uh, hey guys, don't forget about us. Right. Yep, I love that meme. We came, we saw, we just kind of stood around. We did. Oh gosh, it was. Uh... For the gram, do it for the gram was basically the theme of that whole area. Right. Well, we just want a picture. Yeah. I <laughs> just want to know, like, all these celebrities that said that they were like gonna go, like Jeff Goldblum, The Rock, and Nas. Well, they knew what the, they knew what the meme was. Again, it was all social media points, just having fun. Was like, yeah, I'll be there. I want the latest SmackDown on the Alien. Or they all got warnings, like, hey, listen, you better not. <laughs> well, then, if you remember, there was that point where I think it's the Air Force that handles that base. They're just like, all right, guys, memes are funny, but just for the three the three idiots that are going to actually try to do something like a military base, you will get base. shot. Yeah, like we there are laws in place and things we are authorized to do. So, like, come on, just have fun with the memes, share them with your friends, get your likes, stay away from Area Fifty One. Right, because despite the fact that they may have aliens or not, this is private government property. Whether it was rumored that we had them or not, doesn't matter. Yes, and it's a military base. It would be like uh, you, me, and Holly, and uh, let's uh, let's go to Selfridge and just invade Selfridge. It is not going to end well. Right. We heard there might be aliens in the back of the commissary. Memes. Meme. Meme. Where my memes at, bro? Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, I just, like, raised my sweatpant up to, like, scratch my knee, and I was horrified because I'm wearing my wolfman costume, apparently, <laughs> under my sweats. She's looking at that board, like, where's the wolf? <laughs> oh, don't even. No, well, I didn't even have the program. I thought you were looking at it, like. I didn't have the program up. Here we go. No. Is there a wolf? You're abusing it. I think you're addicted to the soundboard. I think so. Hang on. Oh. I think so. Hmm. Dang, Robert. Nick. What? I'm for intervention on Casey. Casey. Casey, put down. Put down. What's Wooby? No. It's probably boobies. Oh, yeah. All right. (laughs) So, well, there's no Wolfman. I don't think Wolfman sounds like. But. Jess, we miss you. Sorry. <laughs> Woobies. 
Anyway. But, uh, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, Shit's wild. Did you hear earlier, James, when we were talking about Netflix and how they don't have... All they have for in terms of horror movies right now is just straight to vi- to DVD, B films. Yeah, a lot of that stuff is like it's it's all the rights issue stuff that I like. How I was saying. Yeah, and that's that's almost what it always is. Uh, you know, whatever subsidiaries Disney owns, they're they're trying to play hardball, so they're gonna anything that it's like touchstone pictures or. Any other little subsidiaries made horror movies, they're not going to let Netflix show those. And uh, it's just all these weird streaming games now where everyone wants their own private streaming service to get our subscription dollars. And ironically, all they're going to do is force people to go back to piracy because they just want to go one or two places to get all their shit. They don't want to go to 50 places. Right. And uh, it's the new version of the cable package. Have you guys. For services you don't want to use or you won't use. Have you seen In the Tall Grass? Oh, I started to watch that. I started to watch that. It was pretty unnerving. Did you watch the whole thing? Mm Mm-hmm. Was it good? Uh, Yeah, but I think it's one of those, um, without giving it away, it's one of those, like, one of those things that you have to process after. Like, um, at first you're like, what the heck did I just watch? And then you're like, sit there and think about it and think about it. And then I read some article about it, and there was some details in it that I kind of overlooked or I didn't understand the meaning of. And, and then it pointed out more things to me and made it better to me. Is it like a, uh, more like a psychological thriller than a jump scare or, um, there were some, um, psycho. Well, there's some like meanings behind certain things that I didn't really see the meaning behind it till I read this. So it made it a little bit better in the movie. Cause at first I, I was like, okay. I mean, that was good, but like, I don't know. I can't really say it without, Given away, but um, so uh, I know that in the tall grass is based off the book by Stephen King and his son. Um, they co wrote it together. Uh, I guess that the book is different ending and everything, um, than the movie. <clears throat> they got changed up a little bit by the director or the person who made this this movie. Um, uh, Stephen King book to movie every time. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. So you have to let me know, but it's um, you know, it kind of fits the Halloween season because it's a little like creepy. Oh yeah, it, it was. It left me unnerved. It was just really late when we started watching it, and Jason couldn't get into it. Um, but I heard that the Lighthouse is getting stellar reviews. Um. James, I'm sure you heard about that, right? That, that's the one with CM Punk, right? Well, sorry, with Phil Brooks. Yes. I, I think so. Yeah, the one with um, uh, that guy from Twilight. It's all black and white. No, okay. I must be thinking of a different one then. You might be. It's, uh, yeah, I'm thinking of a different one. Shot on like 38 millimeter. Oh, okay. So like old school. Convention. Yes. Right. It's a beautiful movie. Um... Two lighthouse keepers try to maintain their sanity while living on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s. It's an Edgar or a Robert Eggers film, um, and uh, it stars. Oh, Robert Pattinson! All right. Yeah, 
Yeah, because at, at first Jason was like, that looks dumb, but then we watched a review on it, and the guy gave it an A+. He's like, you got to see this movie. And it's one of those movies that he says, without giving it away, is that the ending is going to leave you scratching your head as to what really just happened. And I love movies like that. Where he's like, because my, he said, my friend and I, we sat there and we had a conversation about it for the next two hours. And like that's how movies should leave you feeling. Like, okay, what do you think happened? I like that. Yeah, and like, not all of them, but you definitely don't see them enough. And I, I like the kind of films, yeah, that stick with you instead of just watch it and wash it out of your memory. Like, okay. Right. It's all that action film. Excellent. I do like the ones that make you think. And it's the same director as The Witch, which also got stellar reviews. Uh, kind of feels uh, like Hitchcock type stuff. I, I dig that. Like it looks, some of the still images I'm looking at right now are kind of like Hitchcock style. Yeah, they're like, shot beautifully. Every time I watch something on Netflix, I always go on Twitter and uh, go to that movie or whatever it may be shows um, <clears throat> hashtag and see what people said after. And, uh, you know, sometimes there's, there's usually always like at least some funny comments and I'm like laughing hysterically or, or I'm like, yeah, I agree with that or I don't agree with that. But, um, <clears throat> there was for the, I mean, not, to, not to go back, but for the, uh, in the tall grass one, there was a person who's like, here are all the trigger warnings of this movie. Like, meaning here are all the topics that might offend people. Oh, of course. Um, or make people feel uncomfortable, which there was quite a few of them. Now, I don't really get offended or bothered easily. Like, it takes a little bit. Um, so, I, I don't know. But uh, I guess I, I can see if someone's been through something traumatic and they get triggered. Like, that's different to me, you know? Right, then don't watch it. Right. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so that actually was the case, too, with um, the Joker movie, is that some people were, like, thought it was too extreme. That's the weird thing is, like, I heard some, because I haven't seen it yet, but some reviewer was like, this is just about as violent as Deadpool. And uh, I was okay I with it, but, like, huh? Disagree with the uh, violence equal to Deadpool entirely. Deadpool's was very cartoonish, and this was the violence here was hyper realistic. I mean, the situations may have been a little out there, but the violence was not like "lol." My uh, my hand got cut off, and now I have to right. Be sure, this was very serious um, and very eerie. It was very like whoa, because the way that they set this up, and without giving everything away, I mean, these things could happen in real life. <clears throat> yeah, but what I liked the best about Joker was um, for a comic book character that has been killing and torturing and kidnapping and brainwashing and doing all these horrible things for 70 years, this idea that uh, he got bumped into a vat of chemicals and just became crazy doesn't fit with like um, a Christopher Nolan style realistic world. Like, right. you you. After something has to happen to you to become like that. And right. I thought Joker did a fantastic way of saying in a hyper-reality grounded world, these kind of things could develop someone into someone that will just not care anymore 
and lean into their illnesses instead of trying to fight. Some people don't want to fight. They just want to give in. Right. No, I, I agree. I, I actually liked it. Um, I'm going to see it this Friday. Okay. And one more thing I'll say is that um, the scenes where there was violent acts, um, it was shocking how good the effects were as far as um, the blood and such to make it look as real as possible. I'm excited. Very <laughs> It was very like, whoa. Like, uh, it was very eerie. So, yeah, Casey, you can let us know what you think, but. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, um, like James said, uh, sometimes things look cartoonish. And so I guess whatever, depending on the tone of the movie, but this, the effects of this movie and what was going on in it were perfectly synced to give you that eerie uneasy feeling you're really selling me on this (laughs) i like it no it's great because it's just it's it's like gross and sad and pathetic um in terms of just for i liked it because for the last 20 years we have been presented with a joker who is cool and he's a badass and you want to be like him and heath ledger's portrayal was legendary but it was the height of the joker is cool and sexy and you want to be the joker because he just causes chaos and gets away with it. Right. And the Joaquin Phoenix Joker is just this sad, pathetic, broken, ill man who finally gives in to his inner demons because he's just tired of fighting him. And it doesn't... His life sucks. You don't want to be that. Because there was a lot of worry. I remember we actually had um, the National uh, Alliance of Theater Owners. That's a, a theater owners, um, sort of like a, a policy group. They were sending out notices saying like they were worried that white incel men might look to this Joker and try to potentially commit acts in theaters, which did not happen, thankfully. Thankfully, yeah. Um, But the way they portray Arthur Fleck is the name of the man that will become the Joker in the film. Uh, The way they portray Arthur's life, it is shit. It is crappy, and it is sad, and it is pathetic. And he doesn't get rewarded with wealth or a bunch of ladies suddenly want him and he's not portrayed as cool. And that's what was so refreshing. Right. The Joker isn't cool. He's bad. He becomes bad. And uh, I appreciated us showing after, you know, especially like Jared Leto, which wasn't Leto's fault. <clears throat> a lot of it was the design of that Joker, but well, they make him a cool guy. Everyone wants to be Joker and this Joker, you don't want to be him. And that's why you can empathize with the situation, but still be like, he made the wrong choice to become the Joker. Like that's wrong. I don't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, one thing I was gonna say is after I um, like I always like to look up things after, and I read a um, a story about how, and I don't know if this is true, but uh, Jared Leto was mad about the Joker and um, the fact that he had his own movie because he was promised his own movie, and it never yeah, and, and it didn't happen. He was promised a solo Joker movie, and it never happened. And then the director, I think it was the director of his movie, said that he didn't really care for his portrayal of the Joker and was a little disappointed with it. Um, so I think Dear Leto was upset about a lot of things. But, uh, I mean, they're two totally different movies. Uh, 
And um, like I would have liked to have seen Jared Leto, uh, Joaquin Phoenix did awesome. If if they hadn't designed Jared Leto's Joker to be some millennial joke, like just some dorky millennial neon thing. Right. I think Jared Leto could have done awesome if you would have put him into the Arthur Fleck role. Like, right. They just they did Leto dirty in Suicide Squad, and the, the hits just keep on coming for that poor guy. It was gross. Right. And, um... We were running over. Right. Um... He tried to camp. He wanted to stop. He was trying to convince his agents to tell Warner Brothers not to make it at all. Yeah, that, I read that, too. So... Yeah, one more thing. Uh, I went with Jeremy, and, and he's very critical about movies. He doesn't like a lot of movies. He's very picky about a lot of things. But he walked out saying that he really liked that Joker movie um, and also made the comment like, man, these things could happen in real life. Like, yeah. And that's the eerie part about it, too, is you leave the theater thinking this were, you know, we, this could happen. So I'm very excited. Well, the chemical. There was no magical thing that just like I'm crazy now. Yeah, nothing yeah. supernatural. Yeah. Um, like Casey said, we're running over, so unfortunately we have to go. But um, thanks for ha- uh, being on and talking always to always us. Talking to yes, thank you. Um, and happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And if yeah. you guys, if you guys go to that haunted house, haunted house. Uh, that's not really haunted. It's a torture chamber. But if you go there, let us know. Yep. Go to cowsaw.com. Cowsaw. All right. Cowsaw. Cowsaw. All right, James. We'll talk to you later. Happy Halloween. Have a good night, ladies. Happy Halloween. Good night. And, uh, guys, have a safe and very happy Halloween. And, uh, yeah, this is us here at the watch list. We'll be back in two weeks. Uh, Again, my name is Casey. I'm Holly.